Hello, podcasters. I thought I would um, do something a little bit different today. And uh, the idea that I had was divinely inspired, always from God, first and foremost, was to share with you some of the quotes that were shared with me recently from my husband. The first quote was uh, by St. John Newman. And my husband told me this is what he read about what St. John Newman had to say. And to live is to change, and to be perfect is to change often. Humility is the only virtue that no demon can imitate. St. John Clemacus. Uh, Christ's teachings through the divine office, I think everyone should be reading the divine office as a Catholic. There's no reason whatsoever that a Catholic devoted to the faith should not own the Liturgy of the Hours. It comes in a four-volume package of books with instructions on how to do the daily readings. It's a beautiful way to strengthen your soul and your mind for the journey. In the Divine Office, I read some sacred words of Christ, bear witness, whoever longs to attain eternal blessedness can recognize the steps that lead to high happiness. Blessed are the poor in spirit, the kingdom of heaven is to be given to those who are distinguished by their humility of soul rather than their lack of worldly goods. The Lord reminds us to pay attention to what he is saying. He will unfold for you the mysteries of age past. And as I'm sharing these lines from the Liturgy of the Hours with you, these truths, I cannot help but think of my dear friend, Veronica. She used to lead our Lexio Divina classes in Bible studies here in Ocala. And she would always say, you know, if you read the Bible and something pops in front of you, like it could be a word, it could be a sentence. In this case, for me, it is, he will unfold for you the mysteries of ages past. I think it's important to know as Christians that God can reveal all these truths to us. And we can go even deeper, whether it's the life of the Blessed Mother or the life of the saints. We have this opportunity to tap into that well of truth. So I'm very excited um, to be sharing these excerpts with you. Lord, rise up to our aid with your strong arrow, lead us to freedom. As you mightily delivered our forefathers, since you are the king who knows the secrets of our hearts, fill them with the light of your truth. And that was found in the divine office on page 883 and the fourth volume. The Christian faith is either an encounter with Christ alive or it does not exist. My brothers, my sisters, take to heart what I'm saying, what I'm reading to you. The Christian faith is either an encounter with him alive or it does not exist. The Eucharist is a real encounter with the crucified and risen Christ. As the Council of Trent reminds us, what is really made present in the Eucharist is Christ's victory and truly 
over death for us to participate in it. The liturgy could guarantee this encounter. And I'm 100% agreement with this because I read the liturgy every day and have for over a decade now. The liturgy could guarantee this encounter with Christ and assist all baptized to understand that they come to the Eucharist authentic participants and not spectators. That's who and what we are. We come in as authentic participants, not spectators. And I think for our brothers and sisters who do not know the Catholic faith, they don't understand the depth and the richness of the Catholic faith and the desire of Catholics to get to know Jesus on a deeper level. It's not just about reading the Bible. It's not just about serving the church, but it's about having an authentic relationship with Jesus Christ. And we do that through the liturgy. We acknowledge the need of God's mercy and sing Gloria. We listen to the word of God and reply in one voice. We deepen our participation in Christ's saving action on the Eucharistic prayer. On the account of Jesus dying and rising from the dead and the experience of the Last Supper and in saying amen, sharing in the bread one cup, one body in Christ. On September 8th, 22, we, uh, we received the announcement that uh, Queen Elizabeth II, age 96, passed away. And uh, that was on Thursday. And I was reading more deeply into the Liturgy of the Hours, and I picked up uh, some more phrases for us to reflect upon. And also to remember the soul of Queen Elizabeth II, who dedicated her life to the commonwealth of so many nations. God rest her soul. Blessed is the man who alone attains this state, whose help is from God, in the rising to the heights of happiness on which he has set his heart. St. Bruno Priest mentioned this, if I should forget you, Jerusalem, to rise to the state of happiness by many stages of virtues, good works, receives the help of your grace. Thus he contemplates this journey, living as he does in a veil of tears and sorrow. The life of heaven, by contrast, is called a mountain full of joy. Blessed is the man whose help comes from God. Some may ask, does God help the blessed? Yes, for our law giver, Christ, who gave us the law, gives now and will continue to give his blessings, the abundant gifts of grace by which he will bless his own. 
that is rain them to beatitudes two things that belong properly to god the prerogative of really of realizing confession of sin and the power to forgive sin go show yourself to the priest christ will not forgive the sin of one who despises the church listen carefully Christ will not forgive the sin of one who despises the church. The church is incapable of forgiving any sin without Christ, and Christ is unwilling to forgive any sin without the church. Lord, forgive the folly of our disloyalty. Make us keep your commandments so that your covenant we may be witnesses and heralds of your faithfulness and love on earth and share your glory in heaven. Our years wither away like grass, but you, Lord God, are eternal. The Lord swore an oath to David. He will not go back on his word. A son, the fruit of your body, will I set upon the throne. If they keep my covenant in truth and my laws that I have taught them, their sons also shall rule on your throne from age to age. St. Louis de Montfort had this to say. Another important phrase I think that is very inspirational for us as Christians. Never will anyone who says the rosary every day be led astray. This is a statement that St. Louis de Montfort had written himself, that he said he would gladly sign in his own blood. And here at Our Lady of Fatima on May 13, 1917, states, pray the rosary every day in order to obtain peace for the world. And you know how the world is in a state of disarray today with so much confusion. The devil has really twisted and distorted hearts and minds and bodies of so many men and women, creating utmost confusion to the highest degree. Something we've never seen before is happening right now. We really need to pray the rosary for all, all of the people. The upright see and rejoice, but all who do wrong are silenced. The Lord's truths are high as the clouds his goodness is as deep as the ocean. Canticle of Wisdom. In your wisdom, Lord, you have established men to rule creatures produced by you, to govern the world in holiness and justice, and to render judgment in integrity of heart. Let us keep with devotion the birth of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Her glorious life has shone upon the world. The great gifts of salvation to us, the union of God and men, celebrate the mystery, signifying a double grace, leading us to the truth, leading us away from our condition of slavery to the law. The creature is newly prepared to be a divine dwelling place for the Creator. So my brothers and sisters, the divine 
the um, Divine Mercy Chaplet is also a beautiful prayer outside of the rosary that can be said every day. Thanks to Sister Faustina. And some churches do actually say that beautiful prayer after every Mass. Um, and the Liturgy of the Hours and the Rosary, these are all weapons against anything evil happening to the faithful. So we're very, very blessed in faith to have those prayers to say and recite on behalf of humanity. I feel in my heart that there's so much bad going on in the world, but bad has always been going on in the world. I just think it's more noticeable because of technology. And there's a lot of good people uh, surrounded by bad situations. So tonight I want to pray for those people that are hurting, that are in bad relationships, people that don't know about faith, people that don't know that they can talk to a priest and receive a confession and be cleansed and have a clean slate and the ability to carry on with Christ through all these ordeals. We have a very difficult time that's coming our way and nobody knows how we're going to handle this situation. It's going to be a lot more difficult for most people to survive. Everything's astronomical right now. Um, since the pandemic, so many people are going to be without food and they're going to struggle to pay bills. And I just don't know where it's heading. So I'm going to rely on God to get all of us through this difficult time uh, because this is something that we haven't experienced as a nation. And I pray for his wisdom for all of us. And I pray that people will return to the church with an open heart and a desire to serve the church. God's people need our hands and our feet. We need to help the poor. We need to feed the poor. We need to be kind to one another more than ever. May God bless you.